A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel on LMFM. You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning, Gloria Gaynor. Kicking us off this morning with I Will Survive. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Hope you had a nice weekend and you're ready for the week ahead. I think you couldn't but be affected by the interview that PJ Gallagher gave on Friday's Late Late Show. And I just, I, it really resonated with so many people particularly with myself as well and no matter how often you say things like you know god he's everything going from you know he's so he's hilarious you'd never expect him of all people you know he's got this he's got that you know we say all these things when we realize that somebody you know particularly somebody with a high profile uh, but even somebody that's just kind of you know full of life or you know up on life positive those kind of people and you think god i never would have thought that they of all people and this is what we say you know and it's another reminder to us that mental illness doesn't care if you're a comedian and it doesn't care if you have a great career and it doesn't care if you have a great family life and it doesn't care if you have loads of money or any of that. Mental illness does not discriminate in who it decides to affect. And I think really PJ's, you know, honesty and being so open reminded us of this. And he also reminded us that, you know, we really should be watching out for signs and really listen, I think, when we're talking to our friends, you know, or maybe call that friend that you haven't heard from in ages and they could be fobbing you off a bit but maybe persist a little bit more with them. And he spoke about how, you know, we we discuss mental health and we go mental health, mental health, but not mental illness. And uh, I think that that was a really important moment in what he had to say. And I'm just going to play a little bit of that again and what, uh, you know, his kind of what he wanted to hit home with that point. So Ryan Tuberty, I think, had asked him, you know, like, what's the first thing people should do? Like, what's the first phone call we should make? And this is kind of where he started speaking about mental illness as opposed to mental health. What's your advice to people who are feeling... They might like, be, as I say, as, as quite as bad as you, but that, that desperate sense of, I can't be here or I can't function. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I realised, I suppose, for a long time, there was all this talk of mental health, you know? Yes. And it's great talk to be mental health, but nobody talks about mentally ill like mentally ill like i don't need to talk i need 24 hour round the clock care yeah now you know yeah uh i'm sick uh and that's sort of different you know and i just think don't take no for an answer and if you know someone that's definitely like that 
they might not hear you, you know. Yeah, you, you were, you you were deaf. You, you need were, people to fight for you, and I was yeah. so lucky I did have people to fight for me, you know. I owe Ashling and Elaine and Stephanie Stephen. my life. They literally saved my life, you know. These people that just wouldn't take no for an answer. They were just amazing people, I, you know. I'm flabbergasted about How are you feeling tonight? Great. I mean, I was with Stephanie today and her, her new baby. Yeah, congratulations to like, Stephanie. Stephanie yeah. yeah. she has a new baby, yeah, and I was with her today, and she's, like, got this new kid, and last year... At four o'clock in the morning, one day she saved my life, and then we're having coffee and laughing our heads off with a new kid today. Like, it's just, I've never actually been better than I am now. You know, I'm working with Jim, I'm going in, I'm loving the job in Nova again. We're just yeah. having the best crack every day. It's like, it's just been totally the, it's not, I never thought I'd ever tell anyone about it. Never mind beyond here telling you about yeah. it. There you go. And isn't it a great thing that he did, you know, this idea as well of the fact that, you know, we don't talk about it enough. We don't express what's going on with us. I mean, I met PJ at the Imro Radio Awards there the other week and he was the same laughing crack, having a joke, all the stuff that you would expect from him. Uh, you know, I'd never actually met him face to face, but obviously had him on the show a couple of times and it was great to actually catch up with him in person. And again, Little did I know that in a couple of weeks' time he'd be on the late, late, you know, revealing that he had actually been hospitalised for mental illness. And it's so important. It's so important that we keep having discussions like this, like on a huge platform like the late, late, like here on this programme as well. You know, I'm always open and willing to discuss mental health and mental illness on this programme. And um, like he said, you know, there... You know, really, it's about kind of pushing and not letting people give up on you. So people, you know, if you are experiencing somebody that, you know, if there's somebody in your life that, you know, you feel needs more help, needs more assistance, needs more care, you got to keep persisting with them. you got to keep persis persisting and keep it up. And uh, if people want more information, mentalhealth.ie is the best place, really. It's got a, there's a whole load of different services on that website, mentalhealth.ie, if anyone is affected by what we're talking about or affected by what happened uh, with PJ talking about it on the Late Late Show. But I have to say... It was such an important conversation to have and to do so and to have the courage and bravery to speak out about his personal experience like that when you're in the public eye particularly is so, so brave. So I have to say, I really do commend him on that. What a powerful interview it was on The Late Late and it just goes to show all of those that are laughing and joking out there, that person in your life that's bubbly and positive, check on them. Check on them because you never know what is going on with people. You really don't. There's Freya Ridings, Castles and LMFM's 11 to 1. Alfie's been on on 086-1800-658. He says the biggest thing here, Sinead, is, and we're all guilty of it, is we assume that people are okay without knowing what is going on in their lives. This is the thing. We are too busy in our own bubble, aren't we, a lot of the time. And one of the things that really struck me as well, and it's a conversation that I've had actually with somebody a lot, is, you know, the, this idea of, you know, talk to somebody, reach out and talk to somebody. And I say it a lot myself here too. And, you know, we talk about that and like, it's the simplest thing ever to do. And it's really not. It's really not. And what PJ said was, you know, a lot of the time when people are in that uh, headspace where they are literally at rock bottom, they don't want to talk. They just need help. They need 24 hour round the clock care help. That's what they need. And this is the issue. And, you know, without getting into the politics of it, because let's be honest, we know there's a lot of issues with regards to bed weights and all of that sort of stuff. But that's where, you know, maybe the likes of uh, the women in his life, as he was saying there, 
persisted and didn't take no for an answer from and wouldn't let him fob them off. That's maybe where it's our job, the people around those who are being, you know, in the grips of mental illness. It's up to us to not let them out of our sights. It's up to us to try and do as much as we possibly can, maybe. It was, there's a lot, there was a lot in it. There was a lot to unpack in it. And I really do think that it's resonated with a lot of people. I think people are going to really take on board what he said. And, you know, we need more of it. We need more of that sharing uh, of people's experiences. We really, really do. Going to take a quick break. We are back with music from Tom Grennan and some good news as a great voluntary organisation that are doing fantastic work have been honoured at the National Lottery Good Causes Awards of the Year. Going to tell you all about that after these. 11 to 1. I have to mention the fantastic Cullen Blood Bikes. Uh, They were honoured over the weekend at the National Lottery Good Cause Awards. Uh, These guys, we featured them on the show a couple of times, but just to remind people, they are volunteers. And what they do is they transport blood samples, COVID samples during COVID as well, breast milk for premature babies, medical supplies and blood for terminally ill children to hospitals in Louth, Monaghan, Cavan and Meath. And it's just fantastic to see them getting this uh, great award and um, they, uh, one of the uh, it's actually Sonia Lennon who's you know Sonia Lennon, fantastic fashion designer, um, she was uh, commenting on this and she says uh, one man's vision, determination and experience has created a voluntary organisation which saves and changes lives and Cucullin Blood Bikes have now established a template that can generate island wide impact across all communities so fantastic news for them uh, to get the overall Good Cause of the Year Award at the National Lottery Good Cause Awards at the weekend and may they continue that amazing good work and fair play to all the volunteers who are associated with Cucullin Blood Bikes. I've been holding on to pieces Swimming in the deep end, Trying to find Lim FM's 11 to 1 There is a lot of love for the fantastic Amy Broadhurst and Team Ireland Oh my goodness me I follow Amy on Instagram and it's just been so exciting to see the journey for this lady. It really has. Uh, they arrived back to a hero's welcome at Dublin Airport at the weekend following a hugely successful European Women's Boxing Champions uh, Championships in Montenegro. So she has just really defied all odds against her, this girl. She really has. And she had such a fantastic year. This is her third gold medal of 2022. And as well as that, she also picked up the boxer of the tournament trophy, which is just fantastic for her. It really is. And um, it's just, you know, for somebody that just, she really does work so, so hard at her sport. And there has been setbacks, you know, in the last couple of years and everything else. So she has just had the year that she deserves in 2022 so it's been just lovely look, uh, looking at the progress and everything on, on her, her Instagram and all the training and everything that she's she's done it's just an amazing achievement and fantastic to see uh, not only this gold but coming back with the boxer of the tournament trophy it is amazing for her and also a great day for Irish boxing all round because Kelly Harrington and Aoife O'Rourke also took home the top honours and Caitlin Fryers and Christina Desmond picking up silver medals as well. Go on the girls! There's the chorus Don't Say You Love Me on LMFM's 11 to 1 
Now, in 2021 alone, the Drogheda Women and Children's Refuge had 1,008 children in need of their services. As a result of this, they have now set up the TLC Kids Programme. It's a 10-week wellness programme for mothers and children. We're going to find out more about this just after these. 11 to 1. Since 1998, Drogheda Women and Children's Refuge has offered a number of services to families who are being physically, emotionally, sexually or mentally abused in their own home. And this organisation has been such a great support for women and children throughout their various services. Now they're adding a brilliant new 10-week group recovery programme for children and young people and their mothers. It's called TLC Kids. So from safety planning to coping skills, this programme will cover a range of topics, leaving both parent and child who are recovering from trauma equipped with the skills necessary for their healing and recovery. I'm delighted to be joined in studio now by Jake Prunty. He's coordinator of TLC Kids Programme and also Chelsea Johnson is with him. She's support manager for Drada Women and Children's Refuge Centre. You're both very, very welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks very much for having us. Uh, now, we'll start with yourself, Jake, because, you know, I read this before the news there or before the break there. In, in 2021 alone, the refuge had 1,008 children in need of the services like this is such a high statistic was this as a direct result of lockdowns and covid that kind of thing well unfortunately the numbers i suppose they're never low but i suppose yeah covid has put a huge demand um, and strain on services and uh that's why we're doing this awareness piece with the TLC Kids Programme because it's a recovery programme and we're trying to really create that awareness of how important the recovery process is. Um, it's a process for both the mothers and the children and this programme would really provide them with the opportunity to, I suppose, as you just said yourself, start that healing process from their experiences. Um, yeah, So we're really trying to reach out and express the importance of the programme because the recovery piece is a very vital piece. It's ongoing and it's very different for each child and each mother, but it's um, a crucial part past the crisis stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As you say, you know, they arrive in, in a state of crisis to the services. You know, you guys reach out with the immediate support that's that's required and maybe things start to move along. But like you say, a lot of this trauma stays with them. So this is where a programme like this comes in. So tell us about this. It's a, it's a 10-week programme in, in, in full. Yeah, so it's a 10-week programme. Um, it originally was developed in Canada and then in the early 2000s, Bernardo's rolled it out in North Tipperary and it was found to be very beneficial with very positive outcomes for both the mother and the children. So now, since then, it's been rolled out in several counties all across Ireland and now we're hoping to roll it out um, in Louth and in Mead by the middle of January of 2023. So uh, Bernardo's itself run it as a 12-week programme. We're running it as a 10-week programme. And it consists of both the mother and a children's group each week. Um, the mother does not have to participate for the child to participate in the children's group. Okay. We do encourage the mother's participation, um, again, just in supporting the child through that healing process. But it consists of uh, the two groups, and each group will have two trained facilitators. For the mother's group, it would be predominantly female facilitators, but mixed gender facilitators for um, the children's group. And each week, a different topic is covered. Um, but the same topic would be covered in the children's and the mother's group. And I suppose the idea behind the mother's group is that support of peace for the child. So it gives the mother an opportunity to help support their child through this healing process. So it covers a wide range of topics. Um, the first group would just be, I suppose, breaking the ice and, you know, getting to know the kids. So it's from the ages of four to 18. And each group, they'll be in an age appropriate um, age bracket within the groups. So it'll be one or two year age gap. And that will also depend on the child's developmental stage as well. But uh, the topics that are covered are anything from self-esteem, uh, understanding anger, 
sexual abuse, um, understanding responsibility for abuse because there is a lot of self-blame and, and can be confusion there. And another topic as well is dealing with um, changes within the family and I suppose how to best cope with them as well. Um, and it's all done through age-appropriate activities and, and worksheets. So I suppose just give you an example there is uh, one of the group is understanding anger and I suppose depending on the age of the children, an activity that would be carried out would be, for example, the group making a volcano and comparing that to anger and I suppose the importance of expressing when that anger is building as opposed to it becoming completely overwhelming for the child. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, lots of uh, fantastic things covered in there. And, you know, as you say, you know, the things like, you know, these emotions and obviously as well with children, there could be learned behaviour maybe from a situation that they've experienced at home. So this idea of, you know, okay, well, what is anger? How do we best express it? What's the wrong way? What's the right way? All of that is is very, very key. And as you said there as well, you know, the fact that it's broken into, into different small groups of different ages is, is fantastic. So is this kind of the, the first rollout that you guys have, have done so far? Is it a completely brand new programme or, or have you tried it elsewhere? No, so it hasn't been rolled out in Louth or Mead at the moment. So like I said, we're hoping to roll it out in the middle of January um, to, for it to be finished up by the end of March. Um, like I said, it's, we're open for referrals now, so we welcome referrals, uh, self-referrals from mothers, but we also welcome referrals from any relevant agencies or external agencies, whether it be youth workers, family support workers um, and etc so yeah. any agencies like that but like I said yeah we do welcome uh, self-referrals from mothers as well that's absolutely no problem yeah and like yeah. you say it couldn't. It might not be people who have actually gone into your services uh, but somebody listening today might kind of go oh actually do you know we could do with something like this yeah, yeah. And, and what do you hope then that people take away from this ultimately so basically the benefits so far of the programme have been absolutely substantial and invaluable to both the children and the mothers so benefits so far that have ranged anything from you know it's in completely increased child's attendance at school and um, it has increased their knowledge and awareness and provided them with coping skills and problem solving skills it's also strengthened the relationships between the mother and the children mm-hmm. as well as there's that more of an open communication and that mutual understanding there as well and also the peer support is completely crucial as well even for the mother's group because it's that breaking the silence about their past experiences and breaking the silence on removing that stigma of actually speaking about their experiences especially with the children um, and it's been completely, yeah, completely beneficial both the mothers and the children. Um, yeah, can't like stress the, enough, like the, especially coming from other peers and other yes. women and children who have very similar experiences. So we even say when we have facilitators going out to training, the importance of those, I suppose, those pauses, allowing for those pauses within the group. Because before, you know, we, you know, as as it's within our nature as humans to kind of jump in and trying to help people straight away. But I suppose as the facilitator as well, just to allow for those pauses that way, it can you know, encourage both the children and the mothers to engage and converse amongst themselves as well because that peer support is just, it's very key to it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And, and you know, that idea of opening up and sharing and, you know, I have this experience, you have that experience and together we are connected through that and mm-hmm. it's how to kind of move to move forward to, to healing. Chelsea's been waiting patiently for me <laughs> to come over to her there. Chelsea, uh, you're very welcome to the to the programme. You know, yeah. when, we, you know, this is a, an organisation that is dealing with people who are in the midst of such a huge crisis when you when the woman arrives with her children so often she's there completely with nothing no possessions this is where donations and our support can be really key 
Yeah, absolutely. So I suppose as a charity, we really heavily rely on donations for food, clothing, vouchers, so we can support the women and children that arrive in refuge. Um, 37% of women that presented to our refuge this year have all experienced financial control. And I suppose we're striving to empower women to be able to buy their shopping themselves with these vouchers. So I suppose we do appeal for anyone who could maybe donate in a small amount, any vouchers for any local supermarkets, um, any kind of clothing like leggings, tops, socks, underwear. Um, for I know for Christmas we like to do like a shoebox uh, for the women that will have like fresh pyjamas, fluffy socks, some you know face masks and some nice things to make them feel nice. Um, so we really are appealing to uh, to the public for things like that, you know, f- um, the non-perishable foods, toiletries, um, and then I suppose their childcare facility as well. Um, they would be appealing for, you know, either Smith's vouchers or dolls, prams, jigsaws, things like that that they can use within our service um, and that the and children can use as well. Yeah, and and, and to, just to kind of stress as well, like this, you know, people need good quality here, like new, ideally really, isn't this what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, obviously we understand um, the way things are at the moment. So, but yeah, ideally we would like... Um, you know, new if that's possible. Yeah, and like you say, do- the donations for the various businesses, that kind of thing. So, what is fundraising like? I mean, I can I can imagine what you're going to say to me. You know, it's it's a struggle, really, Chelsea. Yeah, it's very difficult at the moment, and I suppose right now we're kind of prepping for Christmas, so that's you know our main focus. Um, so that's what we are trying to you know work towards because you know we are anticipating that this year might be a little bit slow with the way things are um so we're trying to start our appeal that bit sooner um even just you know some kind of household items for the the units that we have for the families that they come in that they have these you know fresh duvets pillows bedding um and things like that as well so yeah so you know anything that could really support women and children upon their arrival and, and we were talking before the, the break there, you mentioned how many women that you've helped so far this year. Just tell us what that figure yeah, is. Yeah, so um, t- just up until o- from January to October, 76 women to date. Um, so it is it's a big quite, number. Yeah, it is. It's a big number. And, you know, our helpline is constantly going. It's 24 hours a day support. So if um, anyone needs support, that is there. Um, so we are finding that. You know, we, we have women in refuge, but we also have people ringing, looking for a refuge and we might be full. So, you know, we would uh, redirect them maybe to other um, other refuges. So, yeah, we are. And and like that, I'm sure those calls, you know, are difficult at the best of times. And then when you have to say to somebody that you can't actually help them, that yeah. it must be very, very difficult as well. So you need these donations. You need our constant support. And although things are difficult, people around this area are so, so generous. So I've no doubt that people will d- donate and support. Also, people who want to do fundraisers, you're very open to that yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that would be brilliant. And then just we, ha- we do have our outreach team as well. Um, so they will be out within the community, um, I suppose, raising awareness. Um, being able to give support uh, to women and children within the community. Um, there's also um, a day in the library on Wednesday. Um, so Wednesday the 26th from half 10 to 1 o'clock, our outreach team will be there alongside Jake to discuss TLC and any other support um, or you know, information they may need. And like you say, it's it's not always easy for people to pick up a phone and ring, but to fa- the fact that you're in the library, that might yeah. kind of trigger people coming up to you. Absolutely. And and Jake, how, could, how can people sign up to the to the programme and get involved? 
So there are a few different ways, but um, there is a referral form for the yep. programme. Um, and I suppose it would be a case of filling out that referral form, sending it in. You can either email it or post it. And then we'd go through the assessment process for the programme then. Um, but as well as that, you know, if they go on the, um, I suppose, social media pages as well for both the Drada Women's and Children's Refuge and the Meath Women's Refuge, they'll see um, the social media advertisements as well on the programme where it'll have my contact details as well. So they can contact me directly as well also if um, if it's whether it be a mother or an agency, if they have any referrals or families or just have any general queries about the programme as well. Fantastic. And we'll keep the details here as well if there's anybody listening that wants to get into touch. I wish you both the very best of luck with this. I mean, it's fantastic that you're adding to the service in this way. I've no doubt that it will be a success and it will help massively for women and children. Thank you both so, so much for joining me today. Thanks very much. Thanks a million. If there's people who are listening today who are experiencing any form of domestic violence and want to get in touch with the uh, Drada Women and Children's Refuge, they have a 24-hour helpline. It's 041-9844-050. Also, TLC Kids Information Programme, as we mentioned there, Drada Library on Wednesday from 10.30am to 1. And you can get all the details as well on their Facebook page. 11 to 1. I love talking about food on this programme and today I can talk about food all day because it's National Food Day, yes! LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 774455. Yes, on this day in, nine, in 1881, even in 1881, Levi P. Morton, he was a US ambassador to France. He drove the first rivet into the Statue of Liberty on this day. Uh, and this today is National Food Day. It's all about getting people to pay more attention to what they're eating and make improvements towards eating more real and whole foods. So, you know, packaged foods, convenience foods, they are very popular in our lives and a lot of people maybe don't cook, you know, from scratch anymore. Uh, You know, convenience foods, don't get me wrong, they are great. But it is about kind of making more of an effort to eat more whole, real foods such as fresh veg, fruits, whole grains and natural proteins. Uh, While it might take a bit of think in the head, uh, it's all about kind of creating a new habit. So that's what National Food Day is all about. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. That first hour has absolutely flown. Can't believe we are heading towards 12 news, but after that, the Lou Festival of Light. It's a new creative urban animation showcase and family festival. It's coming to Drogheda in time for Halloween. We're going to give you all the details of that after 12. 11 to 1. Hey, Bordy Gildeman, feel it still on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you with some exciting news. Oh, yes. Love this time of the year. It means I'm a celeb. It's back in our lives. Yes. It's going to return to our screen in a matter of days, according to The Sun, which is very good. Um, Apparently, November 6th, it's a little earlier this year. It's been brought forward uh, because of, you know, the World Cup later in the month. So scheduling, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be broadcast from Australia on Sunday, November 6th. And it means you only have a little, what, under two weeks to wait for Anton Deck and the celebs and bush trucker trials. 
And uh, this is the first time it's back in Australia since 2019, of course, because of the pandemic. So we are very excited that they're back down under. Uh, so they're saying we'll announce the start date, but they have. They have announced it. And uh, it's uh, bosses say there's a bumper lineup of celebrities. So it's going to be um, Mike Tyndall. Very exciting. That's the show's first ever royal signing. <coughs> also, Boy George, excuse me. Uh, comedian Sean Walsh as well. Uh, Olivia Atwood could be the first ever Love Island star to enter the jungle in a kind of a reality TV swap over scenario. I don't know. Who th- I don't mind who they are. I just love it. I think it's fantastic entertainment. And always at this time of the year as well, it's always dark evenings and kind of, oh, what are we going to watch? Well, this is what we're going to watch. November 6th, it's back in our lives. Absolutely fantastic. And I mean, Ant and Deck really are just the cream of the crop, aren't they? I'd just watch them do anything. I'd watch them on a show talking about paint drying. I really, really would. They are just brilliant. Uh, Now, it's time for some more celeb news for you with The Buzz. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Louise. The trailer for A Man Called Otto has just landed. Starring Tom Hanks, it's about a grumpy 60-year-old who's dealing with the death of his wife while also being forced to retire from his job of nearly 40 years. But life takes a turn when his boisterous new neighbours move in. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get him here earlier. The whole neighbourhood is falling apart these days. No, 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 stop! Oh my God. Give me the keys. Hello. What's your name? Otto. Otto? O-T-T-O. I'm Abby. O-T-T-O. Unseen photos of David Bowie and Freddie Mercury are being featured in a new online exhibition by music photographer Dennis O'Regan. Mick Jagger, Bob Marley and Keith Richards also feature in the event to mark his 69th birthday. Andy Cohen sets the record straight on those retirement rumours. The talk show host has been chatting to E.T. And here's what he said when asked about calling time on his career. I just heard that uh, down the red carpet line. Um, That is news to me. And it's not happening. Yeah. No, I... Does everyone want me to? Is that... I don't think so. That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. That would make you paranoid, wouldn't it? If there was a load of talk and rumours about you retiring and you hadn't an intention of retiring. You'd feel very paranoid altogether. Uh, more celeb news with Eddie Caffrey on the drive later on. And don't forget LMFM.ie if you want a fix right now. song to get you pumped on a Monday morning Survivor Eye of the Tiger on LMFM is 11 to 1 now we're going to be looking for stuff to do aren't we with the children because we've got one more week and then already already it's the midterm break next week well there's a looking forward further than Drogheda because a new family festival is arriving just in time for Halloween it is uh, running from the 28th of October till the 5th of November this is very different now it's kind of combining the great myths and legends of the Boyne Valley region with spectacle and light and all of that it sounds really really good it's the Lou Festival of Light new festival for Drogheda coming 28th of October till the 5th of November I'm going to find out more about this with Thomas McAvoy he's Director of Services with Loud County Council. He's going to join us after these. 11 to 1. 
Drogheda will host a brand new family festival just in time for Halloween. It's the Lou Festival of Light. It's been organised by Lyoth County Council, Love Drogheda and Falter Ireland. And, uh, you know, Drogheda really and the Boyne Valley region is renowned for its ancient tales, myths and legends. So this festival will retell these tales using spectacular lighting shows. And uh, the aim of this is to obviously provide family entertainment for us here, but also to really promote Drogheda as a tourism location and attract visitors far and wide. And judging from the lineup of events happening from the 28th of October right up to the November 5th, this is a festival not to be missed. Joining me now to tell us more is Thomas McAvoy. He's Director of Services from Laid County Council. How are you getting on, Thomas? I'm good, Sinead. Good afternoon to you. Great to have you on the programme. I'm very excited. I'm a mother of two, two children, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. something over the midterm break to keep them busy. So this is fantastic to see this coming to the, to the area here. But tell me, where did the idea for the Lou Festival of Life come from? Well, it really builds on Drogheda's rich heritage and its history. You know, there's a very strong mythological past. And, and for such a small county, we have, a, we have such a big history and a big story to tell. And the festival really is about... Uh, building on that, getting people onto the street, encouraging encouraging them to, um, uh, I suppose, promote Drogheda uh, and, and getting the commercial businesses in the town behind the festival. So really what we're trying to do is position Drogheda as the gateway to the Boyne Valley region uh, and to get people to visit the town and see it for what it is, the rich heritage that it has. Absolutely, and it's great to see Falter Ireland, Love Drogheda and yourselves in Laid County Council coming together to work on this festival, which is, which is really brilliant. And as you say there, it's celebrating local myths and legends. So tell us more, what's going to be happening? Well, we have three sites identified for what will be a magnificent audio and visual spectacle. And, I, and we're not just trying to, to oversell it here. Really, we've recruited the best. And there's a company called Visual Spectrum, and people may have heard of a, a festival in Derry, Illuminate, yes. uh, that has been run over pre- previous years. Well, we've recruited that company, Visual Spectrum, to come and deliver a similar type show, but based around Drogheda's history. So it's going to be of that scale and that quality. Uh, so it's not to be missed. That's the first thing to, to, to point out. There's been a huge amount of work done in the background between ourselves, Forge Ireland, and the Bids Company. And what we're going to have is, as I say, a, a spectacular audio and visual spectacle, but it'll be family friendly. It's free for everyone. Oh, and you said the key word there, Thomas. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> well, in today's world, when you hear of bills and, and yes. costs and everything else, this is something that's going to be um, accessible to all, free, and it should encourage everybody into the, the heart of Drogheda Town. Uh, it's going to be located around three different sites, the Old Abbey, uh, St. Peter's on West Street and St. Lawrence's Gate. Uh, so there's a nice trail there that people can follow. Uh, and in between, there's going to be lots of other activity, on-street entertainment. So we've, we've a, a lineup of street performers who'll be doing everything from music to, you know, fire performances, uh, family-friendly uh, entertainment. And we're going to have a number of walking tours of the town. And, and given the festival, there'll even be ghost walks and spooks Ooh, parades. And very so good. On. So, uh, lots there for the kids and hopefully lots for the adults too. Yeah, and uh, you know, as you mentioned there, the, we have the wonderful Anthony Murphy from Mythical Ireland involved in this. He's narrating this whole uh, no better man to kind of tell us all about myths and legends. He's fantastic. And these are all going to be like projected essentially onto the buildings, onto the likes of St. Peter's Church and, and the Old Abbey. 
Correct, yes. Yeah. So, so really, we're going to have a show. Each show will be about six, seven minutes long. It's going to be projected onto those three buildings that I mentioned. There'll be a short break and then it'll resume. Uh, so people can move from one site to the next to the next and equally enjoy the entertainment in between. Uh, so, you know, it starts at seven o'clock on Friday. It runs up to half past nine in the evening, each of the evenings. And then with the clocks going... We'll go back, we we yes. Go, we go back, yes. With the clocks going back then on Sunday onwards, the show will, will start earlier at half past six. And again, it'll run through to half past nine each and, evening. And people should keep out and watch out on the Facebook and Instagram social media for, for that. And what I love yeah. as well is that you guys are very conscious of the energy use needed for this as well. You've taken all that into consideration. Well, I suppose we're using the latest technology. So in effect, what we're, the, the draw on this will be much significantly less than what it would have been had we done a show like this 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, so, yes, we are much more, I suppose we're very conscientious of yes. of, of the energy uh, demands at the moment, but this show is much more energy efficient. As I say, we're using the latest technology uh, and there won't be anywhere near the draw that would have been 5, 10 years ago uh, yes. using different different light projections. And, and, you know, as you mentioned, the whole uh, aim of this is not only to provide this great family fun for people, but to really give the local, uh, you know, business community and tourism a, a real boost. Things, uh, you know, they're, I mean, they're tricky and challenging for people out there at the moment. They need all the support and, and help that they can get. So, you know, ideal scenario, say, uh, Thomas, is for people to, you know, maybe do a bit of shop and go for something to eat, take in the shows as they uh, as they do so as well. That's what we're hoping for. And, you know, the business community has got behind us. Uh, restaurants are making different offers and promotions. You'll be able to find those online. Equally, the pubs and bars are, are putting on musical acts uh, throughout all this. We love on-street entertainment. So the whole idea is to encourage people onto the street. Uh, and, and as I say, the businesses will, will row in with that. And in between, you have the shows uh, where, where, where people can enjoy. Well, do you know what? It sounds like a great festival. I'm really looking forward it, uh, to it. I have to say, I've got it in my calendar for Friday evening now to bring the kids to the, to the first ones uh, th- this coming Friday. But thank you, Thomas, so much for joining me today. You're more than welcome, Sinead. Thanks a million. Thomas McAvoy there. It's Lou Festival of Light. It's running from the 28th of October right up until November 5th. There is so much going on in different venues as well throughout the town. Uh, so you can check out all the details. LouFestivalOfLight.com Now, over half of people would like to see this put in place in the workplace. This is according to a new survey. I'm going to tell you all about it just after these. 11 to 1. It wouldn't be me if I didn't come across a study. Yeah, I found another study. Uh, This one's not a pointless one, though. Half the time, the studies that I find are a bit pointless. Uh, But this one has to do with our furry companions. Apparently, over half of us would love to see pets in the workplace, according to a new survey. So 56% of people believe that pet-friendly companies are more attractive places to work. This is according to a study by the ISPCA and Mars Pet Care. So one in four admitted that a pet-friendly policy would influence their choice of job. They believe benefits would include stress relief, better mental health support and to create a more relaxed and fun atmosphere. Well, that's true, but there wouldn't, wouldn't be a shred of work done. Not a tap. Look, you know, uh, Janine there from accounts has brought in her adorable six-week-old puppy. Like, are you kidding? Not a hope. Not a hope of things getting done. Uh, They say dogs remain the most popular pet in Ireland with half of respondents being dog owners. 28% of respondents own cats. Come on, the cats. 
cat owner here. Uh, pet owners across the country said that they'd want to be able to take their furry friends uh, to more restaurants, bars and hotels. That is changing a lot though, isn't it? Um, I would have thought that there's a lot more sort of dog-friendly hotels and cafes and places like that. Uh, more now For me personally, I no, I don't. I think in a restaurant particularly, unless the dog is outside maybe or something, you know, that's fine. But I don't know about in certain restaurants inside, you know, fine dining and then there's a dog there. No, I don't think so. I don't think I'd be on for that, you know, but that's just me. Uh, also, more than half of people said that there were not enough pet friendly hospitality locations nationwide. 43% said that places with dog friendly policies would increase the likelihood of them going out to eat. Interesting. Interesting. 28% said they would check if a hotel has a dog-friendly policy in place as well before booking. And four and five agreed that they did more exercise because they had a dog. There you go. But people want their furry friends in the workplace with them. Yes, it would be a good, you know, stress reducer and maybe mental health would improve, but there wouldn't be a tap done. Not a thing done. I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to work. Well, I wouldn't be able to work with, you know, my cats like legging it around the place in here. Could you imagine all sorts of claws all over the desk, buttons being pressed? You know, it'd be crazy. It'd be mayhem. We couldn't have it. But, you know, might be an interesting experiment for people. I don't know. Niall Horan and Anne-Marie, our song on LMFM's 11 to 1. I'm getting a message in on 086-1800-658 about a lost iPhone. So... Uh, this is coming in from Graham, regular listener. He says, uh, Hi Sinead, wondering if you could put it out there if somebody lost an iPhone. So it's a clear cover iPhone. There's three cameras on the back. Looks like the iPhone 13 Max, he says, found on the Grove Hill this morning at about eight o'clock. So if you're in the Grove Hill area this morning, round about that time, you lost the phone. Well, we could put you back in touch with the owner uh, or the person that has it for you now. Um, so if that is you, get in touch with us here, 0419832000 or 086. 086- 6 it's clear cover three cameras on the back and he says it looks like the iPhone 13 Max and we put you in t- touch with Graeme if that is you now it's time for this LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online check out the latest Northeast news sport and entertainment on LMFM.ie Allowed me, the branch of Down Syndrome Ireland requires an early intervention teaching contractor to provide early intervention support to infants and preschool children with Down Syndrome in their own homes. To apply, please see the vacancy section on dsilmb.ie. Rainbows Community Services requires social care leaders and social workers in their children's residential services in Drogheda and Julianstown areas. For inquiries, you can email info at rainbows.ie. Navin Hire and Hardware requires an experienced mechanic and candidates with an interest in mechanics who want to learn. You can uh, find out more details or you can apply by emailing hr at nwh.ie. Bus Erin is hiring full and part-time drivers in Drogheda and Dundalk area. You can find out about their competitive packages and apply today at careers.buserin.ie. And Frameform Steel Systems Limited are recruiting staff for their technical and production departments at their new facility. That's in the Finnebar Business Park, Dundalk. For details, you can check the job section on their website. That's frameform.com. Don't forget, all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search.
battle is heating up. It is the Karma Dance Crew limps, lip sync battle that I'm talking about. Uh, this looks like a great night's entertainment. It's going to be happening on the 30th of October in the TLT. And Kelly was on the show a couple of weeks ago at this stage talking about this because these guys, uh, the Karma Dance Crew, they're only relatively new dance uh, club and they have so many students, adults and uh, youngsters involved in the, the, the group already. But they've yet to find a permanent home and they're raising money. They have a big target to reach, but I've no doubt that people will support them. And one of the big fundraisers is this lip sync battle, which looks just like fantastic fun. I've been following this on social media and it's all to do with, you know, celebrities or singers who have beef with each other, who are kind of rivals and have had kind of public spats. So that adds to the whole element of this. So the lipstick battle, as I say, it's happening in the TLT in Drada, October 30th. And uh, there's going to be lots of people uh, from around the area here taking to the stage to perform as the world's biggest celebrities. And I've already just seen there that uh, Don Finnegan, the lovely Don Finnegan, and also Jake Carter, they're a couple of the judges that have already been announced for this. Uh, so it's great to see Jake supporting this as well. Uh, the tickets are about €22 Euro and uh, you can keep up to date with them. You can get the tickets, by the way, on the TLT website, but you can keep up to date with them on their social media they're on Facebook they're on Instagram and TikTok as well and they're such a worthy organisation to support Kelly has worked so hard and all the students have worked so hard uh, to put this together it's guaranteed great crack and you're helping a great cause in the process so October 30th that's the details of all of that and the TLT.ie we'd have a sunburst my goodness we need it picture house there with sunburst that is our lot on the show for today thank you so much to everybody who contributed and for your company as always have a great Monday chat to you tomorrow even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.